Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I can God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Foot up. Oh, On counter. Ooh, turn up my headphones a bit. There we go. (laughs) Ready to go. You'll want to be able to hear me better. Okay. Uh, The internet is largely a disaster. A swirling cesspool? It's awful. It's the worst. But every now and again, out of the darkness, it spits up. Just gifts for us. Yeah, some light. And uh, today we got a couple different things. Oh. Uh, it included, early this morning on Twitter, I noticed oh. that uh, the Chicken Big Mac was trending, I guess. Which is a new thing, and it sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, it's a Big Mac, but they replaced the beef with chicken. Sure, I can get behind that. Uh, for some reason, I'm like, I'm going to click on this, see why exactly it's trending. Is it good? Is it bad? What are the reviews? I opened it up, and one of the first videos that popped up when you clicked on it was of a massive fight breaking out in the middle of McDonald's somewhere between and, employee and customer. And it is a spectacular fight. It is like, a gross mismatch. Yeah, and uh, the halter top, not a great top to wear to a fist fight. Yeah, that thing didn't uh, survive that well. Uh, but it was a relatively small customer deciding to pick a fight with a gigantic employee. Yeah, she's... Like, the, the weight difference was huge. The height difference, like, she had to be twice her height. That woman, like, the woman that worked there, she's must be well over six feet tall. Like, probably, oh like, six and a half feet tall. And she's delivering haymakers. She's dropping bombs on this lady. Yeah. And a milkshake was getting thrown. At one point, a chair gets picked. And I'm just this, trying to read about the chicken Big Mac. Yeah, and the smaller woman in the fight, she's not backing down. Like, she just keeps going back after this woman to the point where you said she picked up a chair and started swinging a chair around. Man, it was uh, it was, it was hypnotic is what it was. It was. It's like, hey, I don't condone violence. There's a video right here that I saw that I'll show you. You can see there someone attached a bunch of balloons to their dog, and it is being lifted off the ground. Aw, look <laughs> at that dog. How big is that dog? It is a tiny. That dog is smaller than a cat. Aww. But still, like... <laughs> See, that's a gift from the internet. It's like the internet is a volcano today, but the volcano has erupted, and it's spewing happiness. It's spewing confetti. And one of the other gifts it spewed out, the confetti, yeah, uh, it was Jamie Lee Curtis. I love her. Hollywood darling Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Uh, she was being interviewed, I guess, and she just said, hey, how come there aren't matinee concerts? Which, if you think about it for a second... Is that the greatest idea ever? The NFL does games during the day. Hockey sometimes has afternoon games. Baseball does it all the time. Yeah, and for those of you who say, well, maybe on baseball does it in the middle of the week. Yeah, they do. But you also have to remember, too, baseball is played in massive cities, like big, big cities where they probably have the population that could support a matinee concert. I don't know if you could do that here. No, certainly not all the time. And no. Maybe you start off just doing it on Saturdays instead of Coldplay. Her example was 
because uh, I guess Jamie Lee Curtis likes to go to bed early and wake up early. Yeah. So she's like, I love to see Coldplay, but not when they're taking the stage at nine o'clock. So. She wants to see Coldplay at one in the afternoon, <laughs> she said. And I support this idea wholeheartedly. I've never even thought of a matinee concert yeah. before, and now I can't stop thinking about it. I went to one once, and it wasn't that long ago. I went to the when Garth Brooks did like 11 shows here, whatever it oh, was, yeah. 11 sold out shows. Didn't he do two in one day? Yeah, I was at the afternoon show. And it was great because, like I've always said, whether it's a hockey game or a concert in the afternoon or a movie, if it sucks, at least your whole day's not ruined. Jeez. You still have the evening to look forward to. Darth Brooks is good at two things. Yep. Having friends in low places. Uh-huh. And afternoon concerts. That's the only two things he's good at. What a dream. Imagine going to see, I don't know, Metallica. <laughs> At one in the afternoon, they do a three-hour show. You walk out of there, and it's still four o'clock. The sun is still high in the sky. It's so confusing. It's like coming out of a movie matinee, and you forget that it's now. It's still you know daytime. There are some bands it wouldn't work for. No, like your example earlier this morning, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, I don't think Nine Inch Nails would work no. during the day. They they work best in the shadows. I can't summon summon that level of angst and brooding in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you're right. I don't know that that would work. So it would only work for certain bands, and yeah, we'll just we should workshop it on Saturdays. Yep. And then one, do a Tuesday afternoon concert. There's no reason in the world a band like Coldplay, when they're playing in Los Angeles or New York or some massive city or London or wherever, why they could not pull off an afternoon matinee concert. Oh. Broadway does it too. You can go to a Broadway show. And Two in the afternoon. That's how you do it. Yeah. God, Jamie Lee Curtis is onto something here. I support her completely. Imagine this. Metallica takes the stage at 1 p.m. Uh-huh. You get out at 4 p.m., get in your car to drive home, the little light is on. Oh, my God. That was brilliant the way you did that. <laughs> so <laughs> like, what, do you, what do you do? What do you do? Go for the post-Metallica oil change? Yes. Oh, baby. You could totally do that. <laughs> and if you're like, well... If only there was a Lube City nearby. Where is there a Lube? You can go to lubecity.ca and just look for a location. they got 27 locations in Alberta. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me an oil change. Ooh, that sounded pretty good. Did you see that James Hetfield was at a Calgary Flames game the other day? I did see that. Man, they're just getting all the celebs these days. I know. Because- It'd be so weird. Like, you wouldn't be expecting to see James Hetfield wandering around Calgary so if I did see him, I would probably be like, that guy looked like James Hatfield. The, like, when pe- I wouldn't think it was him. When people first started noticing him around town in Calgary, it was before they had announced he was there to film a movie. Yeah. Uh, someone just snapped his photo in like a cafe or something. They're like, is this the guy from Metallica? And everyone's like, no way. And then you see the photo and you're like, oh my God, it is. Yeah. What is James Hetfield doing here? Shooting a movie. As one does. God, life is crazy. Another celebrity who was at a Flames game recently, uh, John Hamm. Oh, yeah. Handsome John Hamm. They're, they're filming Fargo, I guess, down there. And they interviewed him, and he said something about how, uh, while they're filming the show there, I guess they're there for so long that instead of staying at a hotel, I guess he's renting a house or something. And he said he's, he's like, oh, I live in a really nice neighborhood here. And you're like, what? <laughs> Where does John Hamm live in Calgary? Imagine you're getting the groceries out of your car, uh-huh. walking up to your house. You look over, and your neighbor is the guy from Mad Men. Or the Skip the Dishes commercials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wonder if his assistant lives there with him, too, Brandon. Oh, yeah. Huh. But imagine, yeah, your next-door neighbor is John Hamm. 
That'd It'd be, be one of those things too, where you'd go, I think that's, I think that's the guy from me. I'm going to go introduce myself and maybe him and I will become fast friends. The Garner Andrews show with Bryce Kelly podcast. It's on the internet where your uncle Ron gets way too political. This actually came in yesterday and for some reason it just got pushed way down and I never got to it, but it's a good one. Hey Garn, etiquette question. We just got new neighbors. Are we supposed to inter- introduce ourselves to them or are they supposed to introduce themselves to us? If we do, how long do we give them to settle in before we show up? Mm. Uh, I think you need to go introduce yourself to them. I th- I think that's how that works. Take a casserole like they do in movies. <laughs> yeah, you're asking the wrong guy because I don't want to know my neighbors. Ooh, I really? think uh, my next door neighbor, he introduced himself. Like I was out shoveling mm-hmm. one day and I think he came over and said hello while I was out shoveling, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> it was great. It was nice. I remember when I moved into my neighborhood, I saw my neighbor out on her driveway and I was just in my garage. So I... Ran over to her house and like, hey, neighbor, I'm Garney. And she recoiled right back into her garage and closed the door. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. And she's the same one who one day I was outside raking the front lawn. And it's like one of those where your lawn runs into your neighbor's lawn, kind of. Yeah. And she just opened her front door wide enough to yell, don't do my side. And then closed the door. She was a real treat. Man, it sounds delightful. Yeah, she no longer lives there. Oh, too bad. Yeah, I would have really liked to have cracked that nut. <laughs> My vote is for let them come to you. Really? I don't know. I think as the as the old timer in the neighborhood, it's your responsibility to welcome them to your circle, introduce them into the circle. And if you do take something for the take, does everyone like a casserole? Casseroles, fine. Uh, Rice Krispie squares. Rice Krispie squares. Brownies. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, the brownies, that could be tricky, especially if they wonder if these are special brownies. Hmm. Mm, I didn't think of that. No. Take them some flowers. Yeah. Because they might have allergies. They might not be able to eat the food you bring them. Would it be out of line if you brought something to somebody and the person who was receiving the thing said, uh, asked about whether it was gluten-free? Oh. Would that be out of line? Is that gluten-free? Does that have nuts in it? Yeah. Uh, Someone says, give it a week, then introduce yourself. Yeah. A week seems like a good amount of time. Mm -hmm. You don't want to leave it too long. You don't want it to be eight months later. Somebody else said, yeah, you greet the new neighbors. I think it's it's upon you, the people who already live there. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Let me grab this. Hi, Sonic. Hi, Garner. It's your friend, Evelyn. Evelyn. Oh, my God, Evelyn. (laughs) How's it going? Good. You, I, you I vanished. I listen to your show every morning, so. <laughs> but I'm glad you're back. I think about you all the time. Like, not in that weird way, because I don't know anything about you, but I think about you <laughs> regularly. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I was just listening to you guys talking about, like, neighbor etiquette, and I had a funny story that I thought you'd appreciate. Okay. So back in May of last year, I bought my first condo, um, and so I'm a single. I was a single woman living alone, and I wanted to kind of get to know some of my neighbors just for like safety. And so we have underground parking, and uh, I wanted to get to know all the people who parked around me, just you know, so I could feel a little bit more secure. And I had met most of my car neighbors except for the one person who parked right to the left of me, and so I probably went a few months and I never got to, to meet them because they they worked weird hours or whatever. 
Uh, and one day I was just in my storage unit right in front of my car and I heard they came home. So I ran out of my storage unit and I said, oh my gosh, hi car neighbor, it's so great to meet you. My name's Evelyn, I live in this unit. And they, he was like, oh, hi, like, nice to meet you. My name's blank. Uh, and I thought it was just really funny because I wanted to make friends with everyone as I typically do. Um, and I didn't scare him off. We stood, we talked for a good chunk of time and then we started hanging out since we lived in the same building and now we're dating. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, you got to put yourself out there. Sometimes you have to hide in your storage locker, wait for your neighbor to come home and then jump out and scare the living <laughs> out of them. Funny. Yeah. And it's funny because I think we met in October around Halloween, so I probably spooked him real good because he didn't know I was in there. Wow. But yeah, I just, I mean, I was the new neighbor, but I wanted to meet everybody, so I don't know if that's like proper neighbor etiquette, but yeah, now I have a lot of new friends and a new partner. <laughs> wow. So the uh, it must be interesting when you both live in the same building, too, because that's convenient. It's kind of nice. It's like a, it feels like it's a sitcom. It's kind of cute. We can like see our units from each other's like balconies and we like will flashlight each other from time to time just to say hello. Aw. Uh, That's beautiful. <laughs> we'll text, like, I'm out of sugar. Do you have sugar? Yeah. I'm cooking dinner. Come over. I made too much. So wow. it's kind of nice. Okay. Hang on just a second, Evelyn. Do you know who this is, Bryce? Uh, Evelyn? Yeah. No. Do you remember it was last year, the year before? I can't remember. There was a woman who called the show. It was Evelyn who went through the Starbucks drive-through and she would go to the same Starbucks every morning. And eventually oh. she just hit it off with the girl who worked in the Starbucks. And eventually she was driving away one day and she's like, no, I got to go back. She went back through the drive-through and she asked the Starbucks girl if she would be her friend. That's right. So like, we're going to have a friend date. Yes. And did you ever, uh, did you ever get to hang out with the, Starbucks girl, Evelyn? You know what? I didn't. No. I We tried to make plans a couple of times, but then we each of us keep, kept having things popping up, so we never actually ended up meeting, but that's uh, okay. It was a nice experience even for a couple of days. So Yeah, and, and you inspired a lot of people. A lot of people were huge Evelyn fans here because they're like, oh my God, I need to put myself... You are actually, you have a PhD in putting yourself out there and it's paying off. Thank you so much. At least that's paying off and not my college degree. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Evelyn, so good to see, hear from you. And I hope you stay in touch. I definitely will. Thank you so much. You Great chatting with you guys. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. I, uh, the idea of meeting your neighbors that way and being so enthusiastic makes my hands sweat. Really? But I admire the fact that she can do it. I know I can't, so I'm glad other people can. Yeah. But talk about somebody who just dives in hey, and puts themselves out there. A lot she of them. dating someone in your building that you just met. Yeah. I, there are some pros and some cons. Someone texted and said, what happens if they break up? Do they still park next to each other? Oh. What yeah. if, what if mm. you're a couple months in and you're going to go flash your flashlight at them to be cute and you notice they're having a party that you weren't invited to? Or two flashlights flash back. Ooh. <laughs> what if you look through their windows and you see... Uh, <laughs> Candle at dinner that uh, uh, you weren't invited you weren't to. Invited to. <laughs> this is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We're just talking about meeting your neighbors. Sometimes your neighbors are weird. Sometimes your neighbors are awesome. 
Like I was saying a few minutes ago, I have great neighbors on both sides. Even the neighbor behind me, everybody's fantastic. I won the neighbor lottery. This person said, oh my God, this one makes my hands sweat. I won't say who, but I used to live in a condo building right next door to an NHLer. I knew who he was. I thought, I'm going to go knock on his door and introduce myself. So I did. I told him what my name was. He said, okay. But he said, okay, with a question mark after it, like, okay. And then I stood there for a second or two and was overcome with embarrassment when it became apparent he was not as excited to meet me as I was to meet him. We never spoke again or had play dates with our dogs like I had imagined in my head. Signed, too humiliated to give my name. Oof, that is rough. You try and strike up a friendship and... Uh, it's like that time I tried to become friends with one of the guys on the morning show down the hallway here. You know, we just never connected. It's not like we... I probably tried a little too hard. Maybe that's what... I, and I still see him every day at the coffee machine, but we don't hang out. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this person says, Our neighbors are the best. We're a couple in our mid-30s amongst four retired couples. In December, we came home with a newborn and have since been fed multiple meals, had our garage door fixed, including two trips out of town for parts that our next-door neighbor made for us, had our driveway shoveled daily, and have gifts coming out of our ears. We are so lucky. Isn't that lovely? Uh, do your neighbors know what you do for a living? Like, can we talk freely about them? I don't think they do. Is the guy still hawking loogies in his yard all the time? Oh, man, that's a rough one. That's yeah. a rough one. That's like you can a... hear him racking it into the chamber, chamber and then launching it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh... like, he's not would... shy about it. What would you do if you ever got invited, you know, over to spend some time in his backyard? I'll make sure I'm wearing uh, some. <laughs> not wear good shoes. You know, shoes with good soles on them. Yeah, you with wouldn't want to go open toe. Maybe sure. I'll wear my uh, the shoes that I wear when it gets all slushy out. Yeah, and I have to walk my dog. I'll wear those. The guy, is he unaware that he does the, that? I think he's at a point in his life where he doesn't care. Oh, maybe. But the volume of it is, like, my windows rattle. Really? <laughs> Got to turn up the TV? Like the ripples in my drink on the coffee table? Like in Jurassic Park? Yeah. Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This is the Garner Andrews Show, the show that stars you. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. How about you? Not too bad you're talking about the neighbors, eh? Yeah, yeah. I had uh, had a pretty interesting one before. Um, actually, both neighbors at the same place. They were quite unique and different together. First, I uh, had an, uh, the lady was like an officer, and she middle of the day she started yelling at me, trying to turn my music down. And then later on, like a couple a week later, the husband ended up being found in my backyard at eleven o'clock at night, picking weeds between my garage and the fence. So I was kind of like, um, what are you doing here? Well, I didn't want them getting over into my yard. Like, I'd been in the yard all day long, so it's kind of like, you know, if you just said something, I would have been fine with you coming over and doing it, but it's 11 o'clock at night. Stay out of my yard. Yeah, that's a little creepy. Yeah, just a little bit. They were, And they were both police officers? Uh, the wife was. The husband was not. And he ended up coming over and apologizing at one point for her getting upset with us about the music in the middle of the afternoon. And it was a radio. It was like your radio station, to be honest with you. Wow. Stupid yeah. Sonic. I know, right? Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate the phone call. 
Uh, hey, Bryce, look at this one. This person's living a parallel life to you. This person says, my neighbor's always hawking loogies too. Barf. He's got four kids running around in his yard. How nice for them. Well, hopefully not barefoot. And hopefully they're wearing their uh, accidental slip and fall helmets. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Take a listen to this one. I grew up in a small town. In one of the places where I lived, when we were up in my bedroom or anywhere upstairs and you looked out the window to the backyard, we could always see our neighbor gardening, naked. This wasn't just a one-time thing. It happened every time it was sunny out. We asked him about it, and yeah, nothing came about. He just kept doing it. It's kind of funny, but kind of creepy at the same time. Wouldn't want to be working around a rose bush if I were him. No, or you wouldn't want to be pruning with those electric pruning shears either. No. Uh, Somebody else. When I had my townhouse, I shared a wall with a neighbor that would flick all his cigarette butts onto my driveway. The girl that actually lived there and owned the place would get into fits once in a while and I could hear her crying through the wall. It was like boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo like a cartoon. So I felt bad but also laughed to myself because it sounded so fake. Yeah, I don't know. She might want to up her crying game. Anytime you say the boo and the who, that, yeah, nobody buys into it. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Now, Bryce, I wanted to talk to you about something. Uh, We had a quick little discussion right before you left work yesterday. Because I'm I'm concerned about your level of boredom mm. in your life right now. It's hitting uh, all time highs. Yesterday I said, you know, you were getting you had started your car, you were putting your coat on. I was standing in your office, and I'm like, why don't you just drive down the street, go to Hobby Warehouse, get yourself an RC car, do something, get yourself a hobby, and you're like, uh, I was just in there a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, well, what were you in there for? And you said I went there to buy puzzles. As if I was the saddest man in the world. Yeah. Those those were your exact words. That was a lonely mission. I was on my own just hunting for (laughs) cool puzzles to do. (laughs) Which they had a bunch. And by the way, that store is massive and impressive. It's huge. I know. That's the... I've been in there once in my life. I walked in there once and I've told this story before. It's like, I needed a hobby. So I walked in and 15 minutes later, I left with a metal detector. (laughs) (laughs) And my metal detecting hobby, it never really took flight. But anyway, you got yourself some puzzles, right? I did. How many? Uh, at that place, I just got one. Okay. It ended up being too hard for me. I, oh, uh, no. I had to bail out halfway through. It was a lot of uh, a lot of black in that particular puzzle. Yeah. So do you... But you don't buy used puzzles, right? No. Uh, the, the fear of not having all the pieces is too high in a used puzzle. Okay, but here's my thought. I was driving... I was thinking about you driving to work today. I'm like, I got to help Bryce get out of this funk, his boredom funk. And I thought, why don't you start a club called Bryce Kelly's Trusted Puzzlers Puzzle Exchange? Okay. And this is where you trade puzzles with other reliable, trustworthy puzzlers. And you guarantee that there are no missing pieces or that your dog hasn't chewed any pieces. And there's a one-strike policy. You trade one bum puzzle and you get punted from Bryce Kelly's Trusted Puzzlers Puzzle Exchange. Ooh, I do like that. The one-strike policy? I'm a fan of a one-strike policy. Yeah, so maybe that's what you could do. No? 
Uh, I, I'm going to put some thought into this. I no, like you're this. Not. And the name rolls right off the top. Yeah, Bryce Kelly's Trusted Puzzlers Puzzle Exchange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could meet for tea somewhere and trade puzzles with other trusted puzzlers. I don't know. I'm just worried about you. They have cat cafes now. I oh. don't know why I couldn't have a puzzle cafe where everyone gets their own individual large-sized table where you can just sit and do a thousand-piecer. Yeah, you stay for seven or eight hours, drink one cup of coffee. Why not? Yeah, well, I can make money. Uh, oh, someone says that already exists. Edmonton Puzzle Exchange on Facebook. It, but do they have the severe and harsh one-strike policy? That's what I want to know. There needs to be a one-strike policy because you can't be... You can't be that person who passes off puzzles that are missing two or three pieces. That is so aggravating. I'm just waiting for the... Oh, they do. One... Is it a one strike? It should be. Okay. Yeah, there's no room for second chances here. This is serious business. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.